Well, good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to this recap edition of the Chris Carpenter Show. We're going to recap Texas Tech's victory over Kansas last night. And we're going to do a little bit of a preview of next week's game and talk a little bit of Big 12 as well. So, obviously, um, this sounds weird to say because it's it's Kansas football, but I truly believe this is a pretty, pretty good victory, uh, a pretty important victory for Texas Tech last night. Um, you know, number one, it wasn't necessarily a must win uh, mathematically, but I think you needed to get this win to have any hope of going to a bowl this year. You still got to get one more win to get yourself to bowl eligibility, but certainly after last night's win, the, that's a lot more doable than if you had dropped this game. So um, let's let's talk offense to start with. Uh, Tyler Shuck got the start. And I was really impressed overall with Shuck's play. Um, biggest thing I think that Shuck did was he played mistake-free football. Didn't turn the ball over. Um, gave up, I think, only one sack um, all uh, all game. You know, and, and, and kudos to the offensive line for that as well. But, um, you know, I thought Shuck, the passes that he made, most of them were were uh, pretty pretty well advised and they obviously they ran the ball a lot more not only with uh, Taj Brooks with Sir Roderick Thompson Cameron Valdez these last two weeks with Cameron Valdez he has been extremely impressive to me and that gives me a huge uh, sense of encouragement um, at, in going into next year depending on uh, what Sir Roderick uh, Thompson decides because he could tech Sir Roderick can de- uh, technically come back um, next year, Taj Brooks. I'm not sure. I think he he may be eligibility out, but you know we'll see what happens. We'll talk more about that kind of when we get near to the end of the football season. But you know, I've been really impressed with Cameron Valdez the last two weeks, and you know, right now if you're Texas Tech, you've got a you've got a three headed running back monster, and they need to continue to utilize that they i think they i thought they did a really good job of utilizing that um last night tyler shuck also had some runs again i'm not that keen on that just because you know you've you, shuck got hurt early in the in the year on a run you had the situation last saturday with um baron morton getting hurt on a run so not a fan of that necessarily. I also liked the fact that you utilize the tight ends more. I, I, I really think this this offense is at its best when you're able to utilize and and make those tight ends a threat to the defense. Um, I think that also opens it up on the wide receiver front as well. You had some really good uh, catches by Miles Price, by Fungi, Xavier White had some good catches. Um, Nehemiah Martinez did, uh, so did uh, Miles Price. And, yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of quality offensive weapons. I think the issue has been putting the pieces in the best way together. And, you know, I thought I thought the offensive game plan was really, really strong yesterday. And and hopefully these, these last two games of the regular season – that continues, and and I think you I think you do have that opportunity. Although we're gonna talk a minute about Iowa State's defense versus Kansas's defense. You know, Kansas has one of the worst defenses, not only in the Big Twelve but in the country. And I think you were able to expose them very effectively. 
Um, and I, mean, I think it's obviously why you won the game. Let's talk a little bit about the defense. Defense uh, had some frustrations, but let's let's kind of dig into the numbers here. First of all, Kansas, for as bad as Kansas is on defense, they're about that good on offense, and and I, and they were very impressive. That number four for uh, Kansas, Devin Neal, he was a great run. I mean, he was running up and down the field. Uh, they, I mean, they utilized him pretty effectively. I thought throughout the game. Um, having said that, Tech's defense came up with the stops when they needed to. And you you forced Kansas into two field goal attempts that they missed. You got two turnovers, um, and you also forced several turnover on down. So I think you uh, th- the key, and this is not just the key for Texas Tech, but this is a key for you know any football team. If you're if you're plus on the plus side of the turnover battle, you more, more more likely than not you're going to win the game. And you know a turnover on downs is still a turnover. And missed field goals that's about as good as a, a turnover as you could get. So you know. I, defense made the plays they needed to. There was a couple times they got they got caught sleeping. They had some issues with tackling, but again, you you bowed up when you needed to on defense, and you were able to get yourself um, get yourself out of some trouble. The bad news with the with the defense was Tyree Wilson got hurt. Uh, sounds like it was an ankle injury. I've, I've heard conflicting reports: sprain, fracture. I'm not sure. It would not surprise me if that was the last time we saw Tyree Wilson on the field for Texas Tech. Um, not because of the severity of the injury, because I mean, even if it's a fracture, um, he well, if it's a fracture, he's done anyway for the year. But um, you know, even if it's just a sprain, I can totally see a scenario where um Wilson would 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 pack it up for the for the last two regular season games. I, I don't think if if Tech made a bowl no uh, anyway before yesterday's injury, I don't think Tyree Wilson would have played in the bowl anyway. And I understand that. If you're if you're a projected first round pick, you're not gonna do anything to mess around with that. And I, I and I'm totally good with that. I would rather Tyree Wilson get himself picked in the first round, have a solid NFL career like we've seen with Mahomes and you know Jordan Brooks having a great year this year in the NFL and have I mean that that helps Texas Tech more than him being there for honestly quite frankly a meaningless bowl game in December. So hopefully uh, prayers for him and hopefully a good recovery uh, wish him the best. Like I said, I think we've probably seen the last of Tyree Wilson as a Texas Tech Red Raider, and thank you for for being a Red Raider. You know, that's what I got to say to that. Um, you know, and oh, I'm watching the Cowboys game, and the Cowboys. This is vintage Cowboys. Uh, they the defense forces a fumble, and then they literally have first and goal, and then what does Dak do? He throws an interception, almost a pick six. So, yeah. Cowboys go Cowboy. So the 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 thing is, the Packers are just pretty terrible. So who knows what will happen next? But anyway, Squirrel back to the Texas Tech Kansas game. Overall, obviously big win. You know, this is a better Kansas team. This is not the Kansas team that's a normal cellar dweller. Um, I was real impressed with them, and you know, 
We'll see what happens with them because I do think their coach is a hot commodity. Will he go to Nebraska, Wisconsin, or somewhere else? I don't know yet. But you know this this was a this was a good Kansas team that Tech beat. Now you got to go to Iowa State next week and got the announcement that it's going to be a night game. It'll be uh, six o'clock Central Time for that game. In Ames, I think the projected high temperature is like 25 degrees. It's going to be a rough game for Texas Tech, I, I fear. And, you know, it's it's kind of bad to think about that the more winnable game for you to get yourself to bowl eligibility is home against Oklahoma. Oh, so I and what might really be intriguing and this, there's a very big possibility potential of this. That Tech-Oklahoma game, both teams may have to win that game to get bowl eligible. So we'll we'll talk more about that um, next week on next week's episode. But, yeah, so, you know, I think Tech is opening as a three-point underdog against Iowa State. It, it's going to be a tough game next week. Um, Iowa State has a very good defense. They struggle on offense. Tech's history in Ames has been pretty negative, quite frankly. Um, they have not won there since 2014, which was um, that was that was uh, Davis. Well, yeah, I think Davis Webb. Had, that was Patrick Mahomes' first year, but I don't uh, I don't remember if if Mahomes played at that game or not. But yeah, it's it's been a struggle. Quite is 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 the deal. Um, when you, when it comes to playing Iowa State, so it that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Um, my gut right now here on Sunday afternoon, I think Tech probably loses that game. I, I preseason predicted that they would lose that game. I don't see a reason at this point to change that uh, prediction. Unfortunately, so. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Other big things around the Big 12. Uh, TCU gets, gets a pretty obviously decisive win. They are in the Big 12 championship game. Playoff hopes are still there. Um, I'm rooting for Baylor next week. I don't want TCU in the playoff. Um, I was happy that they beat the Shorthorns, but don't want TCU in the playoff. So, Baylor, take care of business, which... They didn't take care of business last night. They lost uh, pretty badly to Kansas State. Now, again, I think a lot of that is Kansas State is a really good team. And, you know, Kansas State, I, I think Kansas State honestly might be the biggest threat to beat TCU because I think what it's trending towards is Big 12 championship is going to be a battle of the purples, TCU versus Kansas State. And that was a really – really good game when they played in Fort Worth and I I I think Kansas State could beat them um, in the Big 12 championship so we'll we'll kind of have to see what happens on that one Oklahoma State ekes out a win versus Iowa State again Iowa State's a um I, I they're they could they've played teams really really well they just haven't gotten a lot of those wins you know they barely lost to Texas barely lost to Oklahoma yesterday barely lost to Oklahoma State um so that's that's going to be an interesting game that obviously next week will be an interesting game go back to Oklahoma State um again Oklahoma State's trending down 
that the Bedlam game is going to be really a fascinating watch, not because both either team is solidly good, but Oklahoma clearly is having a down year. Can Oklahoma State get it done against um, this Oklahoma team? We'll see. Um, Oklahoma lost to West Virginia. Pretty pretty bad loss because you know I really do believe West Virginia is probably the worst team in the Big Twelve. It was another it was Morgantown magic like we saw last month with Baylor this time against Oklahoma. So um, yeah, it was another interesting weekend for the Big Twelve. Like I said, my gut right now, obviously we know TCU is going to be there in the Big Twelve championship game. My gut right now tells me it's probably going to be Kansas State. Um, that will that will represent. Well, I was gonna say represent. There nobody's representing anybody. We don't have divisions, but I think they'll be the other team in the Big Twelve championship game, and I think that'll be a pretty solid championship game. Battle of the Purples. Both teams, I think, are are really really strong teams, good teams, and you know we'll we'll see what happens. So, um, next week's games. Obviously, you got Bedlam. We already talked to Iowa State and Tech. Uh, Texas has to play their Achilles heel, which is Kansas, <laughs> you know, so that that'll be, and the Packers just scored a touchdown. Cowboys go to Cowboy, everybody. Um, sorry, squirrel again. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens, but it's kind of where we're at right now. Other college football thoughts, A&M is the best, and I love every minute of them being the best. Um, yeah, they can't get rid of Jimbo they, they, and hire a good quality coach. I mean, I, they they not even the A and M people can afford that, and it's it's just fun. It is so much fun to watch Texas Tech. By the way, the amount of points they scored yesterday more than UT, A and M, Baylor, TCU combined. So. I mean, it's a positive week overall for Texas Tech, and you know, things. Things. Uh, I think we'll see what happens. So that is it for this recap edition of the Texas Tech Kansas game. Um, like I said, schedule wise, here's here's the plan schedule wise for the Chris Carpenter show upcoming. I will I will just do one weekend episode next week. Episode will be episode 74. Um and then I'm going I've got a special announcement at the end of of next week's episode concerning you might be getting some bonus episodes of Chris Carpenter of the Chris Carpenter show in in the upcoming weeks. So, anyway, hope everybody has a great week and I will see you next Saturday. It's going to be a late Saturday recording. Since Tech is playing um, primetime, uh, it'll probably be about 10 or 11 o'clock Central Time when that drops. But if you follow the official Chris Carpenter Show on Twitter, if you subscribe to my podcast, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, you will get a notification when it's made available. So anyway, I will see you next week for the Chris Carpenter Show.